they're, they're, they're very unscholarly in their approach to things. So, um, Sam Harris, he's a scholar, isn't he? Well, they're scholars in the sense that they've got PhDs and professorships at, at universities like Oxford, but they're unscholarly in that they do things like... Um, so Richard Dawkins, who in The God Delusion is the one new atheist who spends the most time of any of them actually trying to interact with the arguments for the existence of God and trying to show why they don't work from his point of view. That means he spends a chapter thinking about that issue. That is the most depth that any new atheist goes into the issue on a chapter um he doesn't cover all of the arguments the arguments he does cover he tends to cover by doing something like saying uh there's uh, there's an argument called the the cosmological argument that um, thomas aquinas made famous and it goes something like this blah 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 blah. now immediately i'm thinking why, why don't you actually quote Thomas Aquinas? Why aren't you telling us how it, how it does go? Why are you telling us a way in which one might put it? Well, because it turns out, of course, the way in which he puts it, puts it in the worst possible light. <laughs> uh, he ends up constructing what a philosopher we, we call attacking a straw man. He can't fight back. It's just a deliberately weak kind of caricature that he doesn't reference, he doesn't quote. He'll just say, um, as lots of them say on this argument, they, they consistently misportray it, mischaracterize it, and they'll say, the cosmological argument says something like, um, everything has a cause of its existence. Um, oh, look, there's the universe. Therefore, the universe must have a cause of its existence, which is God. Um, to which they can immediately come back and say, ah, but hang on a minute. If you say the cause of the universe is God, uh, you've also said that everything has a cause of its existence. So what's the cause of God's existence? Mm. Wouldn't it be simpler just to say the universe just exists and be done with it, rather than, you know. Um, well, of course, I know that's an excellent reply to a stupid argument that no theist actually makes. Um, because any proper version of the cosmological argument was well aware of this flaw in the way of putting things and will say something like um, everything that has a beginning to its existence must have a cause or everything that's an effect must have a cause or everything that's contingent must ultimately depend on something that's not contingent that's necessary or something like this and would they say that, that God is beyond so they would say, and of course, if you ask the question, what caused God? Beginning to God. They would say, God's something that's not got a beginning, or God's not contingent, or God's not... Yeah. To ask what caused God is to assume that God is the sort of thing that needs a cause. Um, <laughs> you, which is just to sort of beg, you beg the question against God by saying that if anything exists, there's only one way in which it can exist, i.e. being caused by something else. But all cosmological arguments generally take the form, if something exists, I suppose there's at least two ways in which it could exist. It could exist by being caused by something else, or it could, I suppose, be the, the sort of thing that just exists without having to be caused by something else. I suppose both of those are 
possible categories, either caused or not. There's no third option. Um, let's take a look at the universe. Does the universe look like the kind of thing that falls under category one, <laughs> or that falls under category two? Um, what reasons could we give for thinking that it falls under category one, the kind of thing that needs to be caused by something outside of itself? Um, and if you then say, well, I've got reasons for believing that the universe must have a transcendent cause, let's call it God, and then you ask the question, ah, but what caused God? Well, nothing caused God, maybe. He's the kind of thing that doesn't need a cause. <laughs> um, surely, indeed, if you don't allow that there is something that exists, that's the kind of thing that doesn't need to be caused to exist and you do admit that something exists what you'd have to say is well since I'd be claiming that everything that exists is the kind of thing that needs to be caused by something else I'd be saying that there's an infinite regress of things causing other things causing other things um and many philosophers have thought that that's uh, that's nonsense on stilts, you know. Um, <laughs> now there's an argument to be, be to be had there between atheists and, and theists, um, and obviously that argument's been going on for thousands of years and so on. But I think the real thing to grasp about the new atheists is that they don't even get into the proper discussion because they don't pay enough attention to what the argument is. What they want to do is just construct an easily dismissible straw man, say, here's a stupid argument, it's easily dismissible, right, now let's move on to the next one, ho-ho, how stupid theists are, you know. Uh, and that's the sort of thing that annoys atheist philosophers of religion, just as much as Christian philosophers of religion, and there are plenty of atheist philosophers out there, you know, foaming at the mouth, going, oh, these new atheists, they're giving us a bad name, <laughs> you know, you don't have to be as, as unscholarly as this in order to be an atheist, <laughs> please. <laughs>